Thank you so much for joining me. You know, a lot of you probably know my backstory on attention. I grew up struggling miserably with attention disorders. And it still pops up from time to time. It's about what I'm interested in and what I'm not interested in. And really, that's the same thing with college students. I go down and work with students at the University of Arizona at the SALT Center, the Strategic Alternative Learning Techniques Center, which I'm a byproduct of. SALT Center specializes in students with attention disorders and learning differences. And I was just down there two weeks ago, did two trainings or two speeches with uh, SALT students and their parents. And every semester I'll go down and do a weekend, which was not this one, a weekend um, workshop with students preparing them on life after school. That's a great honor for me. But what I've discovered working with college students that have attention disorders is they struggle with their attention the same exact way that prospects do. Like People don't have, and it doesn't matter if they're diagnosed with attention disorders or not, people don't have an inability to pay attention. That's not what an attention disorder is. Attention is selective. If they're interested, they'll pay attention. I'll give you a little backstory. I talked to a college student and we're like, maybe this is the beginning of the day, like when people are just arriving at the SALT Center for a day of training with us and just making small talk. I always say the same thing. I'm like, hey dude, how are you? What'd you do last night? Oh, nothing, just kind of stayed at home. And I'll say like, so what's your jam? Like when you're not studying, what are you spending your time on? Eventually, I'll get them to say something like Minecraft or it's a lot of video games. Holds their attention. It's like Grand Theft Auto, Fortnite. And then when I hear that, it doesn't really matter if they're like, it could be piano, could be uh, anything could be like working out or going running, but I hear a lot of video games and that's not different from the general population in that age range, right? 18 to 22. And so I'll say something like, uh, yeah, how long, how long can you spend playing Fortnite? And the kid will say something like, oh, I could, I could do it, you know, forever. I'm like, can you stay there all day and just play? And they're like, yeah, I love it. Well, what is it that you love about? It? Oh, well, they start, uh, now they're opening up. Okay. Then I get the opportunity to say, so you, your attention's good there, right? Oh, yeah. I mean, I don't have a problem. Sometimes I forget to even drink water, they'll say. And I'll go, great. What about in the other parts of life, like in the areas that you have less interest in, like maybe math or your history or your comms class? Oh, yeah. Well, I, you know, I struggle with this. And what I've discovered is, and I make sure that they know it, and I want you to know it because if you understand this as a salesperson or a marketer, it'll change your business. It'll change your ability to inject information into your buyer's head and move them through the sales process. What I say to that student is what I say to you. Attention is selective. So if you give people something that's interesting to them and it stimulates their brain, they will go through the entire material. 
But yeah, Todd, I mean, that's great, but we have a boring product. If you have a boring product and you're the marketer and you can't figure out how to make that boring product interesting, you should change jobs because it is the marketer's job and opportunity, the salesperson's responsibility to make that boring product the most interesting thing in the entire world. And that means you got to understand how it solves people's problems and alleviates their pain. So in this part three, I want to talk to you about why video makes sales prospects pay attention and why you should always be engaging in a way that commands attention better and how at the end of the year, if you continuously engage and command attention better, you will have much higher results than you've ever seen before. Stat number one, this is out of B2B Decision Labs. 2021. It is fresh. So fresh. It is like, can you smell that? It is out of the oven fresh. People are 13% more likely to remember details from a video email over text emails. It's just, they're 13% more likely to remember the details of a video emails over text emails. That right there, I call that a micro optimization. And at the end of the day, at the end of the year, micro optimizations pay off. What does Vidyard say this means? Our brains retain more information when we actually see something instead of just reading about it. Dong, dong, dong. Are you telling me that our brains are going to retain more when we visually see something and we hear something at the same time? Todd, isn't that called the dual coding theory of education? You know, we discovered this years ago. That when you educate people visually and auditorily, they will retain the information at a higher level. You are ultimately, if you're in marketing or you're in sales, you are ultimately in the business of optimizing the way people retain information. I just riffed for a few moments because I love the topic. Back into Vidyard, they say, if you really want to impress a point upon your prospects, transmit that information through a video instead of a text email that they're just going to skim. You see, when people just skim over the information, they're just really not paying attention. They're partially paying attention. It's like a third of paying attention. But if you want to hold somebody's attention, make it really friggin' interesting. I'd rather you send somebody something that looks like it has a higher production quality and value than an email because they'll lean in. It'll make it it'll be like the easy button for them. Give them the easy button. Next stat, also out of B2B, Decision Labs, 2021, which means fresh. Video emails can reduce inbox fatigue and help recipients retain more of the message when compared to text-based email. Okay, okay, let's unpack this. Let's read this one more time. Video email can reduce inbox fatigue. That's a legit thing, right? Like I just looked at my starred items that I starred at the light before I got into the office. And as I was sitting there at this two-minute light, I just went through and started looking. I was like, oh, okay, that's coming up, that business trip, that speaking event's happening, that client just star, star, star. Then I came into the office, I opened up the stars and, you know, um, in my in my Gmail and uh, then the email fatigue kicked in. And I was like, all of a sudden, bored. Video stands out because it's like receiving a Kit Kat bar in the middle of your workday. It's a break. 
Break me off a piece of that Kit Kat bar. That's what people think when they see a video. They're going to get a break, okay? Let's get in here a little bit more. So we've got this thing about, about inbox fatigue, and that's a legit thing, and that people just skim. We also know that we want to reduce inbox fatigue and help them retain more of the message than compared to text-based email, and so we use video, okay? So Vidyard says, look, look at what this means. Looking at your inbox actually puts you in a negative emotional state. Do you feel that? Like when you look in your inbox, are you like, here we are again. I look at, how long do you look at your, how many times a day do you look at your inbox? Me, might be 50 times a day. I'm like tethered to that thing and everything else like I'm a dog on a leash. I even told my my influencer manager, Celia Ties, this morning in the car in our morning conversation, I said, hey, if you see an email come by from so-and-so, please text my phone. It's like a video game for me. I want to hear if we won the deal or not, right? That's what people do. It's like an addiction. You keep going back, right? So looking at our inbox puts us in a negative emotional state. However, watching a video helps reverse that negative state. Why? It's like a Kit Kat bar and it levels up your emotions. Thus, a video email is a great way to break up the monotony of your prospect's inbox, putting them in an emotional state where they're more inclined to listen to your pitch. Now, let me just give you a quick tip on this. Uh, One of my clients, live person, did a case study with me. I trained them by putting the word video as the first word in their, in their email subject, first word, all caps, video, colon, then the recipient's name, Todd, dash, something of massive freaking value, whatever it is that you provide, put it in that title. That got them, they used to have a 20% open rate. How did that impact their open rate? Well, if you have a negative emotional state about in your, your inbox, you're like, it doesn't matter, Todd. It just doesn't freaking matter. It's not going to do anything. Just your little trick. That little trick took them from a 20% open rate to a, you want to guess? You want to lock it in? Okay, lock in your guess right now. It took them to a 69.5% email open rate, which is a 3.5 times increase in their ability to engage their prospects because they used video and their recipients thought it was a Kit Kat bar and... I told you in a previous episode, in part two, that when their entire international team did this around the world and started using video, they had a 31% increase in revenue and $119 million in more sales. Legit. Next stat, Vidyard 2021, super fresh. 58% of viewers watch a business-related video all the way through if it's less than 60 seconds long. 58%. Now, this is where uh, I, I, I lose my cool with Vidyard. So if you have a weak stomach, I recommend you turn this podcast off. And Vidyard, please know I love you. But this is what Vidyard says it means. Sending 10-minute video epics, don't do that. The shorter, the better. Get your message across in less than a minute or even less than that. And your prospects will be more likely to watch it through to the end. Okay, now here's where, um, 
that information, though it is culturally acceptable and it is conventional wisdom, but conventional wisdom is typically wrong. You see, we've seen at Wirebuzz that we can get, I would rather get 30% of a target customer base through a 10-minute video and be ready to buy at the end than send them through 10 60-second videos where only 50% go through and they start to whittle off each one. The truth is, you're, the, which one's a more, more valuable buyer? The one that sits through the 10 minutes, of course, right? So let's start educating people. Let's not be afraid of this little one-minute thing. The one-minute thing is BS, Because if you're interested in a topic, think kid with Minecraft and learning disabilities. If you are interested in a topic and you are a buyer and they can explain it in a compelling and interesting way, it doesn't matter how long the video is. And if 30%, like we've seen with our client data, if 30% get to the end of a 10-minute video, what are you going to do? Putt your way all the way with these little 60 seconds videos and keep getting a a 58%, eventually people are going to drop off and you're going to have nobody there. I'd rather have 38% go through one video to the end. I'm sorry, 30% go one video all the way to the end than make people sit through little 60 second videos. Oh, we taught, I don't want to, oh, I don't want to, you know, take up somebody's time and be disrespectful. Screw that. If they're interested, they will watch. Be compelling and interesting and don't fall susceptible to conventional wisdom on shorter videos are better. Netflix proved it. How did they prove it? Netflix proved it. You'd already know if you've been listening to the podcast episodes. Netflix retains people for two hours a day on average. Yeah, well, people have short attention spans. Really? They're watching two hours a day of Netflix. If you can make your information in video compelling and binge-worthy and hyper-relevant to your recipient, they will stay to the end. And then at the end, what happens? Buyers are there. So I don't buy any of the conventional wisdom. I think it is a a limiting belief that people fall into. And the trick should be, well, I mean, I, I don't think our product's interesting enough to hold people for for 10 minutes. Tell better stories. Tell more compelling stories. Tell them about your case studies and your testimonials. Just like I did in these last couple of episodes. I use the stories to move you along in the process and you should too. Because if you use video in your sales process, your prospects are going to give you more attention. The more attention they give you, the more knowledge you transfer, the more knowledge you transfer, the more people are there at the end. Boom, bada, bing. And now you're buying Bitcoin and hiding it and not telling the government that you got it. You know you are. If you want to learn how to use video to command your prospects' attention, my Getting Started with Video Bootcamp starts December 6th. It is a one-week at seven in the morning, we get together, we crush the information. By the end of the week, you are ready to start the new year in a new, improved, powerful state instead of waiting until January 1st to take on your resolutions. You will be ready to relax over the holidays because you took care of business and got yourself next leveled up through some Todd training. That boot camp starts December 6th. 
You can get an early bird discount right now at toddhartley.com. This is the lowest rate boot camp training I've ever done. So like, why? Why are you lowering your rates? A couple things. Holiday discount. I'm a sucker for holiday season. Next reason is I know that I'm competing against holiday budgets and everybody has less money. The final reason is I want to make it so affordable you can't say no so you can start improving it. And by the way, as soon as December is over, I'm going back to my much higher rates. But I want you to know right now, December is your time to tell the universe that you are ready for next level. Don't wait till January to say, I'm ready to lose the weight. I'm ready to become better at work. I'm ready to become a better husband and a better provider. Screw that. Start in December. Claim it to the universe and you will see that come January, you will be a completely new version of yourself, able to put your face on camera, be comfortable, share your wisdom, generate leads, and grow your revenue. And it starts toddhartley.com. Click on the bootcamp tab, and I will be there for you at 7 a.m., fired up to train you and get you to the next level in your career.